The Holy Gospel, according to Luke, the 19th chapter. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, half of my possessions I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. The Holy Gospel. Zacchaeus, the wee little man. (laughs) This church year is winding down, so this story is the last one that happens in Luke before Jesus heads to Jerusalem and his death on the cross. And I'm growing to think as I've studied this story that Luke wants to challenge us with this story. We've been reading Luke this whole year. And the story has set us up to believe some things about Zacchaeus. What's his job? Tax collector. Are they good guys? No. Thieves and scoundrels, usually. Do people like them? No, hardly ever. Because to make money, of course, they overcharged on taxes and kept the difference. That's how they got paid by Rome. And not only was Zacchaeus a tax collector, He was the chief of them all. This is the only place in the Bible we meet a chief tax collector. And we're also told that he's rich. Luke has been talking about being rich quite a bit. We just met a rich man who, when asked to give away all that he had, couldn't do it. So he departed from Jesus in sadness. There was the rich man who was begging poor Lazarus to give him some water as he languished in Hades. There does not seem to be a lot of hope for Zacchaeus because also he's short, which is a word that could also mean he's got low moral standing. Nobody likes this little guy. And one day a crowd gathers to see Jesus and Zacchaeus can't see over them. Think about this for a moment. If you lived in a town and one of the richest people in town couldn't see someone going by, don't you think you would move or maybe they'd hire someone to lift them up or, I don't know, buy a ladder? 
something's going on here because the crowd seems to be actually trying to prevent Zacchaeus from getting to see Jesus. So he climbs a tree, which even that is odd. (laughs) Probably not different from then as it is now because do adults usually climb trees? No, that's that's a kid thing, right? So imagine you're at whaling days watching the parade and you know the owner of Costco or the president of Kitsap Bank or the CEO of Harrison Hospitals behind you and he can't see because he's too short so he climbs a tree to get a spot on the parade route to see. That's what this would have been like. Luke is setting us up Here is this rich chief tax collector. No one likes him. No one will give him the time of day. Not only will they not let him see Jesus, they were likely trying to keep him behind them precisely so he couldn't see Jesus. Well, Zacchaeus climbs a tree, a sycamore tree, so he can see. And Luke has been doing a lot with sight and seeing Jesus and how important that is. The story of the ten lepers we read, the one who gives thanks does so because he sees that Jesus healed him. In the story right before this, a blind man receives sight and in response starts to follow Jesus. When you see Jesus, it changes you. And here we have Zacchaeus who's willing to do just about anything to see Jesus as he's walking by. Zacchaeus really goes out on a limb. And as Jesus passes by, he looks up in the tree, sees him, declares, Zacchaeus, hurry on down, for I must stay at your house today. That's another word Luke loves today. And Luke, when you see Jesus, it matters for your life right here, right now, today. And as Zacchaeus scrambles down, he was so happy he could hardly contain himself. But the crowd, they grumble. There goes that Jesus again, eating with sinners, hanging out with them, being a guest in their homes, not acting like we want him to act. But Zacchaeus turns to Jesus, and this is interesting. I don't know if you noticed Joyce read the lesson. She left out a couple of words. The NRSV puts those verb tenses in the future. It it says, Zacchaeus says, I will give half my possessions to the poor, and I will repay anyone who I've wronged by four times. But actually, in the Greek, they're present tense verbs. Zacchaeus is already doing these things. In effect, what Zacchaeus is doing is opening his bank statements or his tax returns and saying, you guys have me wrong. I give away half of what I make to the poor. I am not the bad guy you think I am. If I cheat anyone, I repay them four times. You know, here's the thing about translation. (laughs) You're always going to be doing some interpreting when you translate. And if you look up that present tense Greek verb, translators have been so confused by it that they, some say, 
kind of invented a present tense verb that can sometimes be future tense. Because this is the only place in the Bible that has that tense. But the thing is, usually what scholars, Bible scholars, believe we need to do is go with the harder understanding. Because our tendency is to make things easier. So what I think is happening here is Luke is judging the crowd. And maybe us as well. You know how we make up our minds about who's in and who's out before we ever get to know them? We are totally set up to think Zacchaeus is the bad guy, but it turns out he's generous and he loves Jesus. He's a saint and a sinner. Did you catch what Jesus does? He reminds the crowd Zacchaeus is a son of Abraham just as much as you. Today, salvation has come to Zacchaeus' house, Jesus says. In this story, the word sin is never said, and neither is the word repent. I don't know, when I was in Sunday school, I always thought of Zacchaeus as this sinner who goes to Jesus, and after Jesus eats with him, promises to turn over a new leaf, give away all his money, a classic conversion story with future tense verbs. But I'm beginning to wonder if Luke is trying to get us to see how Jesus comes seeking the lost. And that being lost comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes. And that we don't get to decide who gets to see Jesus by blocking their way. And that when you go out on a limb, who knows what might happen. Zacchaeus... Think about him. He was probably this guy that felt like no matter what he did, he couldn't win. Just by virtue of his job or his height or whatever, he was shut out. He hears Jesus is coming to town and after trying desperately to see him, climbs a tree, goes out on that limb, and there Jesus spots one of his children, calls him by name, and goes to his home. Maybe when Zacchaeus went out on that limb, Jesus decided to use Zacchaeus to show the crowd that Jesus gets to pick who is seen. They might have thought they had Zacchaeus all figured out, but Jesus truly saw him. And if you're lost, it doesn't matter who you are because Jesus is coming to find you too. Today is All Saints Day. Today at the 11 o'clock service through baptism, Tony Rupp will become a new saint in the kingdom of God. Today, three of our young saints will receive a Bible they've studied and highlighted and which contains stories like the story of Zacchaeus. And I hope as they grow and read their Bibles, they will see that those stories are about them. Zacchaeus has something so important to teach us, and that is no matter your size, your stature, your paycheck, your abilities, what people think of you, Jesus sees you. Zacchaeus knew that, and he was willing to climb out on that limb and show that whole town that Jesus was for him too, because Jesus loves finding the lost. And isn't that what saints do? Remind us of that fact. Today on All Saints Day, 
I want you to think about who may have gone out on a limb for you in your life. What saint will you think of when you light a candle at communion time today? I was thinking about Pastor Amy. When I was in college, I was really struggling with whether I wanted to be a pastor because I just didn't know how I could possibly be a pastor and, you know, still be cool. <laughs> just kidding. Well, that and, you know, a few other things. So Pastor Amy went out a, on a limb and told me, Paula, why don't you just go to seminary and see if you like it? If you don't, you can always quit. Well, that had never occurred to me. And when she said that, it was like this weight was lifted off my shoulders, and I thought, I'm just going to go. I can always quit. Turns out I loved it. I've been asking people who has gone out on a limb for them this week. I heard a story about a teacher who got so excited about chemistry, you just couldn't help but start to think oxidation and reduction were just the best. And his student is now a doctor. I heard a story about a coworker who just seems to sense when you might need a break and is willing to go out on a limb and step in and ease your burden when things get busy and this person is feeling overwhelmed. One man told me his cousin went out, a, out on a limb for him by taking him on a road trip and they talked and he finally figured out that he was unhappy at his job. So he signed up for night classes and is now doing something totally new and it's changed his life. A woman told me that one time she got a $100 bill in the mail, no return address, just a sticky note that said, I know this time of year is tough, thinking of you. Her unnamed saint went out on a limb, saw her need and helped her, no strings attached, and she's never forgotten it. When I think about the people who have gone out on a limb for me, they're just regular people. I honestly can't even remember all of their names. But they helped me remember that when I feel lost, I'm never alone. And that Jesus uses so many saints like you and you and you and you and all of you. Even though at the very same time, we're all also so very full of sin. Well, that is what is great about Zacchaeus. Here is a guy who no one gave any credence to, full of sin, but in his own way, helping out, saint and simmer, sinner, out on a limb, trying to see Jesus. Don't you think Jesus loves it when we go out on a limb like that to see him? He loves it because he lived it. When Jesus saw Zacchaeus, he was on his way to go out on the limb of the cross to save every single one of us lost saints and sinners. And because of that limb Jesus went out on, I'm here to tell you, Silverdale Lutheran Church saints and sinners, salvation has come to you today. So rejoice as you head out on your limbs. Amen.